I'm Zach Collins with your KSOM and KS95 Sports Update. Yesterday's volleyball match is one that will forever live on in the minds of Mount Air and Nottoway Valley, but for very different reasons. The Raiderettes were able to come back in the game when they were down two sets in the third and earned their third straight win of the season. Nottoway Valley started out the match with a fire lit underneath them. Genevieve Livingston was the star of the show on the outside as she continued to put Mount Air down again and again. Her hitting ability was strong as she found the open gaps in the back row. The Wolverines took the first set 25-20 and it was on the back of Livingston in her front row play. Lindsay Davis showed her athletic abilities in the second set for Nottoway Valley as she had a good back row presence and hit hard on the outside. Davis and the Wolverines earned set two as well as they were able to beat Mount Air 25-17. Set three was the set for the Raiderettes as Aubrey Shields and Bria Nickel both stepped up in the offensive game. When it looked like the Wolverines were going to take another set, they stepped up and continued a run in the game to stay up top in the third set. Abby Eaton saw her name on the stat sheet the most in the third set as she earned seven kills over on the game, most of which came in the third. Mount Air ended up taking the third set 25-22. In the fourth set of action, Mount Air started off with their biggest lead of the match as they went on a 5-2 run to start out the fourth set. This set saw a spark in Bria and Nickel as she earned a total of 12 kills and 2 blocks in the night while contributing the most to the stat sheet in the fourth. Nickel was also a big name in the passing game as she had 22 digs. Raider at libero Olivia Huntington shined in the fourth set with multiple digs and game-saving plays. Huntington earned 35 digs on the night, while also earning three aces. Mount Air ended up taking the fourth set as well, as they beat Nottoway Valley 25-22. It all came down to the fifth set, 15 points and 12 players on the floor. Mount Air started off on a good note as they jumped out to an early 3-1 lead. Sophomore Aubrey Shields was a force to reckon with on the outside, as she had been dominant all game while making game-saving plays in the fifth set. Shields ended up with 13 kills and played strong on the strong side of the floor. Hayden Ruggles was also huge in the fifth set, as she set better than ever with 29 assists and earned 5 kills in the total of the match while making some amazing game-saving plays. It all came down to the end as Mount Air was leading 14-13 and had the serve. With the serve by the Raiderettes, Nottoway Valley played it back with a dig and a pass back over the net. Mount Air sent one back over the net after a roll shot to make the safe play. The Wolverines got a pass up, Emma Lundy set it to the outside, and Lindsey Davis hit it into the tape and bounced back to finish the 15-13 set as Mount Air won 3-2. Other highlights for Mount Air include Jana Irving with two aces and eight digs. Anna Greenland also helped out in the blocking game as she added on two blocks while notching two kills. Nottoway Valley will battle in the Perry Invitational, while Mount Air will face off in the Clark Triangular tomorrow on September 7th. Moving to cross country in the trainer invite, the trainer girls win a close race over AHSTW as trainer plays four runners in the top 15 and edge AHSTW for the team title. The Cardinals scored 57 points and AHSTW finished a close second with 59. Moving to the boys' side of the cross country invitational, Woodbine plays four runners in the top 10 and ran away with the team title at the trainer invitational cross country meet. The Tigers won the meet with 23 points. The Tri-Center finished second with 63. 
Week two was a much better week for the Spartans as they improved physically and eliminated their penalties in their 44-14 win over Stanton. Head coach Drew Buckle is still looking for constant improvement from his athletes in both their tackling and blocking schemes. Oh yeah, it got a lot better offensively uh, and defensively, for sure defensively. Uh, we stirred some things up on those bubble screens that were killing us in week one. Um, our tackling still isn't where it needs to be. That's still a work in progress. And uh, up front, offensively-wise, our blocking schemes are still not where they need to be, but it's just constant improvement. I think our physicality has improved each week. And uh, we really limited our penalties from week one to week two, and that was a big emphasis going. Week one saw just the rushing game of Jamison Kilworth. That changed against Stanton, as both Kilworth and Alex Hansen combined for 200 yards and four touchdowns. Hansen came into week two ready to play, as he was just shy of 100 yards at 98 and earned two touchdowns. Yeah, well, in week one, we kind of relied really heavily on uh, Jamison because he had like 34 carries or something. So we really wanted to create a more balanced attack moving forward. And Alex really stepped up big time. We just needed to get him more carries. We knew he could do it, but we just needed to find ways to get him the ball. Jathan Carlisle had five and a half tackles, two and a half tackles for loss, and earned Xenra EHK's only two sacks in their last competition. The five foot seven senior has been versatile in his position and has a big impact on the Spartans' defense. Yeah, Jason, he does really good at exploding off the ball. You know, he's not the tallest guy in the world. He's only like five foot five or something like that. But that allows him to play with low pads and explode off the ball and be quick. Looking forward, the Spartans will be taking on the Wheelers in week three. Audubon just recently won their last competition over Colonesco 28-24. Aaron Olsen rushed for 207 yards and earned three touchdowns. Olsen is a player that you cannot stop, but Coach Buckold is looking to contain the quarterback and lock down their coverage. The Spartans will face a challenge in matching up in the running game, but have the ability to slow down Olsen on every level. Well, I don't think we're going to stop him. I just think we got to slow him down, you know. Um, we got to constantly contain him. We can't create rush lanes for him because once he hits that hole, you know, he's really, really fast and he's really athletic and he's really tough to tackle in space. We got to close down the space and contain him. Xyra EHK has not won a game against Audubon since 2018 and is not looking to the history books to let the statistics define who they are. The Spartans are ready to go out in week three with intensity and momentum. While Audubon is a physical team, the Spartans are looking to match their physicality and keep up with the Wheelers while staying disciplined in their assignments. We're not going to look at the past. We're just going to look into the future. And I know our kids are motivated. We've got to be disciplined team. You know, they're a well-coached team. They're not going to beat themselves. They're going to be physical. But our kids are just going to have to match that physicality. Audubon will travel to Xyra EHK to take on the Spartans under the lights. KSOM will have live coverage of that game with myself, Zach Collins, and Austin West on the call with a pregame show starting around 6.30 p.m. For news, sports, and more, check out our website at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Zach Collins with this sports update.